But in order to do that, my team needs to be able to operate without me. And they do a hell of a good job doing that right now, but they still need things answered and they'll have questions when unique situations come up. That definitely still happens. And I, I also like to know that in a case of an emergency that they have access to what they need to keep the business moving and shaking and growing and all the good things without having to ask me. So that's, that's a, a big motivator for me. I don't know about you, but whenever I would go to a networking event or mastermind group or coaching session, I would meet with all of these incredibly smart entrepreneurs and I would walk away with about 25 new ideas and tools that I wanted to implement right away into my business. I would get so excited when other people were excited about what works for them. And it's probably why I'm the easiest person to sell to. Rather than being skeptical and questioning, I'm anxious to see the value and love transformation. So if you tell me this thing is possible and this thing will solve your problem, I'm going to hone in on all those possibilities and the reasons why it will work instead of why it won't. Now, this is a blessing. It's also a curse because with too many ideas comes overwhelm. And in my last episode, I talked about how too many ideas can actually lead to a loss in revenue and growth, even if they are good ones. So that being said, and as we head into this new year, I want to share with you the idea that just because You have all of these ideas and tools as options doesn't mean you have to use all of them. I am super guilty of signing up for so many things for our business and then not using them at all, like at all. It just sits there. And it's not necessarily because they were bad tools or services, but it's just because we didn't have the bandwidth to focus on leveraging them and getting the best of them. But then there are those that we seriously can't live without. So today I'm going to share with you what those tools are, but first I want to say that you do not, I repeat, you do not have to implement everything I mentioned here. In fact, the less you implement and the more you focus on the things that you really need and know how you're going to use, the better results you will get. I sometimes mention these tools in other episodes, but today I'm going to lay them all out. And if they seem like it's something for you that would benefit your business, then you can head over to the show notes for this episode and click right to these, right to these tools. You'll go right to the site. All right, here we go. One, I would say that one of the absolute best platforms we use for our business is HubSpot. This is our CRM platform. It's our email service provider. It's our marketing platform as well. So with HubSpot, we can track everything. So let's look at, let's look at the sales side. So our sales team has what's called seats within the platform and they manage all of their leads and customers here. So HubSpot makes it impossible for you to ever forget follow-up with potential leads. It's, you're able to task yourself the moment that you've just completed another task with that 
lead. So if it's, I have to call them or I'm going to send them an email, I'm just going to follow up. You're immediately tasking yourself for the next time you're going to follow up. It also contains email templates so that you can just pull a template and not have to retype an email every time. And you, it's just like the name of the template. It just fills it in and it does it all for you. If you have links in there, whatever you need, it has everything in there for you without you having to go somewhere and even copy and paste. Now with HubSpot, I could literally do a two hour webinar or more on all that we use HubSpot for, but I just wanted to give you the high level here. And it's definitely worth checking out if you do not have any type of CRM. So within HubSpot, we create workflows and an example of a workflow would be something like this. It's basically a process that somebody goes goes through. It's what it, it's what it sounds like a workflow. So it would be something like this. An interested prospect visits your homepage or a landing page based on how they were marketed to. So maybe they saw a Facebook ad, or maybe somebody told them about your business and they, they come to your site. They are then hopefully compelled to learn more. So they fill out a form asking for somebody to reach out to them or take some type of action. This form is something that would be within HubSpot. It's a HubSpot form. That form then gets scored based on the answers. And then based on the score that lead gets, it then gets assigned to a salesperson. And once that person is assigned that person, the sales process is now owned by that salesperson to continue with their follow-up. So all those steps I just laid out, that's a workflow and it's all automated. It happens automatically. And that's what's so cool about HubSpot. And there's so many different types of workflows that you can create. And the cool thing about a CRM like HubSpot is that that person's history from, from the moment they first saw your site, you can see where they came from, where they first learned about you, how many times they've visited your site. You can see all of the emails that have happened between that person and a salesperson, the phone communication, the text communication, everything is all recorded within HubSpot. You can see what lists they're on. If you have segmented lists, it's just everything you need to really learn about your customers and how they found you, what their behavior is and how much things down to how many emails does it typically take for somebody to respond or how many sales phone calls or how many times do we need to follow up before we get them on the phone or which email converted better. Let's, let's look in inside HubSpot and we can track all of that. It's, it's amazing. And it really helps you with making smart marketing decisions. And the other cool thing about HubSpot is that it integrates with so many different platforms as well. So um, if you have other platforms that you're using, like if it's Slack or some, whatever it is that you're using within your business, usually HubSpot will integrate with, with it because they're, they're awesome. So also within there is, is your email service provider within HubSpot. And this is where we can segment our lists so that we can send certain promotions or emails or newsletters 
only to certain lists. So you might have people that are only interested in one service. That's what you're going to market to. But then you might find that all of your people and all of your lists are going to be interested in your Black Friday sale, things like that. You're able to control who gets emailed what. And HubSpot also makes it super easy to tag people and to segment these lists. And by the way, all of that can be done with a workflow. If this sounds super overwhelming to you, have no fear. When you sign up with HubSpot, you get an onboarding specialist that can help you with all these things. There's also a ton of people who are HubSpot certified and who just know how to use it. And also I would say they have so much training and so many tutorials that it's pretty easy to figure out once you once you start to learn the platform. But I can't imagine ever not having HubSpot. And we have tried a few other platforms, but it's literally, that's why I'm speaking longer on this one than I am on the other tools because it's so awesome. And also because a lot of you who might be clients that are listening, you ask us a lot. And so I'm telling you that this is, it's an incredible, incredible tool. So everything everything is is tracked here you know when they've opened your email how many times they've opened it you can see when they reply you get a notification you can set up workflows or or certain tasks to be assigned to you when somebody opens like oh they opened their proposal let's let you know things like that it's so so cool and by the way all these things what's so great about them is they increase your conversion and isn't that awesome? So why why wouldn't you do it? Okay. And by the way, you don't have to use HubSpot. I'm just going through the tools that we love. So if you are able to do this within your CRM or your email service provider, awesome. I hope you're using it. But wait, there is more. We also have our ad management from Facebook, Instagram, Google. If you're using LinkedIn, any other platforms, you can you can actually set up your ads and everything within HubSpot. Either way, it integrates so that you can view the performance. So if you're like, okay, where did this person come from? You can see the ROI of, of your ads directly within. I know that Facebook platform, I, business platform will have that. I know that a lot of these places will have that as well, but it's nice to see it all in one spot. So earlier when I said, you know, somebody came in from seeing a certain ad, well, we can see which ad they saw and which ad, you know, hey, in the, in the last quarter, let's see which ads were performing the best and bringing in our ideal client that we want to work with. And we can also look at a longer period of time and look at the lifetime value of those people and which ads they came from. So it's, it's really cool. I love measuring things and I do believe that you've got to measure as much as you can. But there's so much that HubSpot can do and they do have free versions to start you off as well. So it's super awesome. And this was really a big one I wanted to share because we get we do get a lot of clients that that have commented on, you know, their process of how they've onboarded with us and they were impressed with that and they wanted to know how we do it. And I've got to give a ton of credit to, of course, our team for implementing a lot of this, but also HubSpot for the suggestions and, and how they really helped us put this together so that it was automated. And we've been using HubSpot for years and it is so, so good. So if it is something that you think you need in your business or you feel you're missing out on potential customers or you're not doing a good job at follow-up or keeping your audience engaged, check it out. You can just go to 
com, or I can also get you some really great discounts if it's something you decide that you definitely want to implement. So you can just inf, uh, email us at info at the com, and we are happy to help with that. Okay, let's get on to the next one. And this is one that does integrate with HubSpot. And I mentioned it briefly before when I said proposals, but it's called better proposals. Now within HubSpot, they do have like a quote form. We decided to go with better proposals because we loved the whole, all of the templates that you can use. They're just beautiful. And it really worked so well visually for our, for our business. I could, actually do a whole episode on creating proposals in general and and the value of having a good proposal and how you can close so much more business with having a good proposal. I could also do, I could also talk about, and that's, you know what, I probably will. I will do an episode on that because I can talk about how sometimes proposals also turn off people and kill the deal. So that will come. I, I will put that in my notes to schedule that one. But if you are a company that sends out proposals and you're just sending like a, a document, an attachment or a PDF, I will tell you that Better Proposals was a game changer for us because first of all, the open rate is so much higher. The engagement rate is so much higher and you can create something that really just is so branded to your business is, is so beautiful that people just want to look at it and, and gets people excited. And second of all, you can create multiple templates so that all you have to do is fill in the blanks and tailor it for each prospect. You could even put a video in there. Of course, we put videos in ours. Yeah, it, it just, it integrates with HubSpot, which we really, really love. So it's all attached to that client's file and we can see, you know, which proposal they were sent, when they were sent, what, how much time they spent looking at each page. And it's, it's awesome. And you can actually even put your agreement within the proposal and you can even put a link to your payment page if, if you want, depending on how your business operates. It's, it's really awesome. And we, we use it to include case studies and video samples or whatever service they're looking for. We'll put in those type of samples. We'll outline our process. And of course, here's the strategy that we think would be really great for our clients and my sales team loves it. We keep it super simple too. That's just a hint, but I will definitely go do another episode on creating proposals. Okay. On to the next tool. The next one is something you might be surprised to hear, especially being that we are a custom animation company, but we do, we do all types of videos and some of those do require stock images. Like Heck, we even need stock images sometimes just for our social media and, and that collateral. For for years, because of this, for years, we have been using Shutterstock and Canva. And Canva has some amazing templates in it for just about any visual collateral you need. And Shutterstock just, just keeps getting better and better with what you have access to. So my creative team really loves it because a lot of times we are doing mixed media videos. And I mentioned, I mentioned social media and I can tell you this, I'm, I'm, I'm this, that was my like, so subtle shifting into the next tool, but social media, I get really overwhelmed with social media and it's super hard when you have to remember that you should be doing something every single day or 
however, whatever your calendar is for putting out content. So we use Hootsuite and we also, you can also use HubSpot actually and schedule all of your posts there. But there are certain things that we have just used and so we continue to use them and haven't shifted over. And I'm gonna get to that point later on in terms of what you're gonna use each platform for but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get ahead of myself. But we we do use Hootsuite to schedule out our posts, and we've really enjoyed it. We really really like it, and because we can take all of the content like a month ahead of time and put it in there, and you can change things out as needed. However, it's nice to know that if you can't get to it, things are just scheduled and they they will go out and post. It's it's pretty awesome, and it will post to all of the social media platforms. Okay, so. So far, I've covered HubSpot. I've covered Better Proposals, Shutterstock and Canva. They're two separate things. And Hootsuite. I've been talking with you a lot about the importance of having a great elevator pitch. And as you've probably heard on Amy Porterfield's podcast, an elevator pitch is super important because it's a single statement that clarifies the unique value you bring to your customers. And it almost compels prospects to do business with you on the spot. You already know that you can have the team at the draw shop create your pitch for you, but maybe you'd prefer I give you all the tools you need to create your own. Well, that's exactly what I did. So here's what I have for you. I put together a special package, a veritable DIY elevator pitch toolkit that combines everything you need to not only create your own awesome elevator pitch, but even the super cool graphics you can use to help you tell the story just like we do at the draw shop. And the really good news, because you're doing it yourself with the tools we supply, it'll cost you about 90% less than having us do it for you. Head over to thedrawshop.com forward slash toolkit. And this is important. Make sure you scroll down to the bottom of the page and check out the four free bonuses you're getting, including that collection I just mentioned of a -a one-of-a-kind graphics designed by our artists that you can use in your very own elevator pitch. I really think this could be the perfect solution if you understand the value and importance of having an elevator pitch, but prefer to be a little bit more hands-on with it. And don't forget, scroll down to see the free bonuses at thedrawshop.com forward slash toolkit. I hope this helps. Okay, back to the episode. So next up, I'm going to talk about project management and process and the tools we use for that. Since The first year of the draw shop, we have used a tool, a platform called Basecamp. What is Basecamp? Basecamp is a project management tool that we use when we're working with our customers. So it's not something that we use when we're doing something internally. It's something that we do, we use with our clients. That's what we onboard them onto. And the reason we've stuck with Basecamp is that even for the technically challenged folks, people who are like, I don't really use this, that, you know, I don't use different platforms. How am I going to learn this? Basecamp has been a super dream for us and our clients because it's the place where we can easily onboard clients. They can, we open up their projects and everyone is tasked with what they need to do. And if somebody doesn't even want to go into the platform, they can also receive it via email and they can upload and attach things to their email, but it all goes into this one cloud-based platform where we keep every single project. And all team members that are related to a project 
all go to base camp. They're all onboarded there. And everything, like all communication regarding a project will happen there. All the files will be uploaded there. It's where we will send proofs. It's where we get approvals. It's where you can communicate about changes that need to be made. It's where everyone lives, your project manager, your copywriter, your art director, whoever is assigned to your project. And we love it, love it because we can go back there. If a client comes back three years later and is looking for the script that they did with us or something, we, we have all of that information for them. Now, while we use Basecamp to organize and manage the projects for our clients, we use something else for our internal team projects. And this means like, all the things that customers are not involved in. So this is launching new services, creating new landing pages, updating the website, doing new promotions. Maybe it's a new email campaign. It's the weekly managing lives that we do on social media. It's all of those things that are just us operating, but without the customer involved. A customer is never going to be in Asana. And Asana is pretty robust. And that's why we use that for us, where we didn't need as much of that for Basecamp. And Basecamp is really simple for our clients because it's not confusing. They just go in and it's pretty easy how to navigate it. Whereas Asana, now it seems easy to us, but there was some, we definitely did some team training on it and it can be like, oh, but once you know it, you know it, but we don't want to have to have new customers have to train with all of that. So Asana, we leave for, for our internal team. And What I personally love about Asana is that every day I have a list of tasks that I need to get done. So when I go to plan out my week, so usually on a Friday, I will plan out my next week. I'll look into Asana and see, okay, what needs to be done by what day to make sure that the due date on that is met because everything has a due date. So we put out projects, um, we open a project, the project manager will then assign each appropriate person for, for a task that is related to the project and it's then put into a timeline based on the due date that we want. And what I really love about it is that I have a, we have a project manager for the back end of the business that I work with. And every week we have, we have two meetings. We have a key player meeting on Monday, which is like a 15 to 30 minute usually 30 minute stand up on zoom where we go through what was done the week before what each person is working on the week coming up and where there might be some potential blockers. And then the other call, it's just he and I, and this is where we look at what do we have in motion? What needs my attention? What do we need to do to keep things moving? Let's, let's attack those potential blockers. And it's also my turn to talk about new ideas and if it's, you know, whether it's time to start them or if it's something that we need to do later. And so it's been really helpful in terms of all those ideas I was talking about. It's not that I don't want to do them. It's just that there's other priorities that we want to get done so that when we do start working on those ideas, they have a better chance of success because they will get more of our attention. So once all of these items are written out, we then assign the projects and tasks to the teammates that are involved and a manageable timeline to get them done. And it's like nothing gets forgotten. Things just keep 
stay on track, which is such a good feeling. So that's the high level view of how we use Asana to task people, communicate on the project and keep it moving forward. And if I were to get really specific, I would tell you how you could actually also measure your bandwidth and performance using it as well. So we can have a clear picture of going, okay, you know, so-and-so on our team actually has all this stuff coming up. So we're going to need to assign this to somebody else. And it's a, it's a great way to look at it instead of going, Hey, how much is on your plate? We can just see it right there in, in clear view. Yeah. I just, I really, really, really love it. And you can even measure how productive you are. That's getting like super geeky, but that's cool too. And I'm just learning how to do that. So super cool stuff. Okay. The next tool many of you have probably heard of and maybe already use is called Slack. And the beautiful thing about Slack is that it integrates with Asana really easily. So essentially I can have Asana notifications and Slack notifications all in one place, and I can respond to all of them all in one place, which is super, super cool. So what is Slack? Slack is, it's like an instant messenger tool. So it's the place where I have my full-time team, my part-time team, and my contractors all living. So it's an instant messenger text type of platform, except that it's organized. So right now people go, well, why can't I just group text with those people? You can, but then it's like so hard to find the things that you need within that group text message. So instead of a group text with your team, you have different channels pertaining to different topics. And you can also search for certain keywords so that you find that stuff really easily. So for us, we have channels that are dedicated to a specific promo maybe, or we'll have a website update channel, or we'll have a podcast channel, or an Instagram live channel or whatever things that we're working on or discussing, or it's quarterly review channel, things like that. It's basically a channel where certain people involved in those type of ongoing activities are involved and we can quickly talk about something related to that and you can make them private or you can make them public and you can also direct message within Slack as well. So um, another fun thing is to do something where you have a fun channel right? Where you can like send silly messages to each other or doing a sales channel where you can congratulate people for hitting their goals, fun stuff like that. All right. Next up is something new that we did this year. And if you are an organizational freak like I am, you will love this one. Okay. It it really, it's super, super, super cool. I'm excited to share this with you. I'm still learning even more that it can do, but I'm going to tell you what we use it for. So it's called Notion and it's notion.so and it can be used, it can definitely be used for many things, but it's basically a workplace and we use it specifically for organizing all of our processes and documents and just about anything anyone would need access to, to keep the business operating. So for example, a client might need a W-9 form. Great. Whoever handles onboarding and contracts can go into Notion and find that immediately instead of having to email somebody for it. Or if it was one of our stand-up meetings that you're looking for notes for, like, oh, what did we talk about and say that we were going to do? Let me go back to the notes to make sure I didn't miss anything. Those notes would be in there. 
or if there's a new hire, for example, for a certain position and we need to onboard them, there's a process for that position and the information and the forms that they need to fill out and maybe any training, um, manuals, all of that would be in Notion. So there's not this whole fluster of, hey, do you have this? And can you email me that? And uh, it's, it's like all in one spot. It's amazing. And you can put like your links, if you have Google Docs and all of that, you can put that in there as well. I don't know if, if you've done this, but we, we've definitely had those moments where you are digging around and you're searching your inbox or Google Drive or emailing five different people to get a one piece of information that you need. And it took you like a whole day. Instead of that happening, it's right in Notion. And the reason this was like really important is for me, especially a, I'm always told about, you should build your business to sell it, whether you're going to sell it or not, build it in a way that somebody would say, wow, everything's so put together. <laughs> All of this stuff looks so good. It's really appealing and, and it looks so valuable. So that's what you want. It, it just, you just operate better also, by the way. So whether you want to sell your business or not, I've, I have learned that for years and it's something that I, especially this year, even went in deeper on. And another thing is that I have this fantasy that I will get to take a few months off, maybe one month where we can just go on vacation with the family and I don't have to check in on work where I could literally have a mini sabbatical. Now, I absolutely love working and I love what I do, but I still dream of that time where it's just a total, total break and you're just enjoying different things. And I just would not be plugged in at all. It'd just be a complete and total free month or two or three. We'll start with one. But in order to do that, my team needs to be able to operate without me. And they do a hell of a good job doing that right now, but they still need things answered and they'll have questions when unique situations come up. That definitely still happens. And I I also like to know that in a case of an emergency that they have access to what they need to keep the business moving and shaking and growing and all the good things without having to ask me. So that's that's an, a, a big motivator for me and in, in why we put this together. And Notion really helps us to do that. And you can you keep adding as as you go. So if there's new promotions or new things, you can be like, what was that promotion we did so long ago, you know, uh, two years ago, instead of having to dig for it you've, you've got it there and uh, you just keep building it, you know, day after day, week after week, month after month, and you suddenly have everything in there. It's awesome. Um, again, high level, it does way more than that, that I just told you, but that's what I love it for. And it's just the way that it's organized too. Cause I know people are like, I can just do that in Dropbox. I can do just that. Yes. It's just when you see it and you experience it, I'm telling you it's awesome. All right. Speaking of organizing, I know that I mentioned this in the past episode that I would be do, doing a full episode on team roles and lanes to stay in, and that is coming up. And I noted also that I am going to do one on proposals. But first, let me tell you the tool that helps me with organizing the team roles and knowing who is supposed to be doing what. It's called Miro, M-I-R-O. So this is a tool that is, it's kind of like a mind map. And then it also has these cool digital sticky notes. So I've had, I've had times where 
there are too many cooks in the kitchen on a project. And I've had times where there are two people on the team are confused as to who should be doing what. Like, I thought you were in charge of building the landing page. Oh, I thought it was you. Or, hey, Summer, who do we task with building the new workflow for this promotion? Things like that. And this is where Miro comes in because you lay out your org chart and all the names of the people on your team that you rely on. And then you specifically list who does what. And I'm, again, I'm super simplifying this, but this is how we use it. And everyone has access to it so that when we have a new service, our project manager knows who needs to write the copy or who needs to create the ads or who needs to build the landing page, who will be building that workflow and so forth. And then they get assigned in Asana and boom, we've got something in motion without overwhelmed and just saved a bunch of time instead of asking a bunch of people who needs to do what. It's really awesome. And also just in going through that exercise, you start to realize where there might be overlap with different roles and where you can reduce somebody else's bandwidth or, you know, where somebody else might, might thrive more. It's a really cool um, exercise to do. Speaking of those type exercises, there's one more thing that Miro does that I really, really love. We, we really use it for the org chart piece, but we also use it for one other thing. And that is outlining all the different sales funnels that we have in place, different services, and just having at a first glance, what happens when somebody goes through this journey and where do we want to lead them to so that we never lose somebody from, you know, if, if you've listened to any of my series, the, the series on marketing and building a marketing funnel and a sales funnel, I talk a lot about, you know, getting somebody who is just interested, but carrying them through so that they do become one of those ideal clients that you love with really great lifetime value. And Miro helps with that because we can clearly see, okay, what, after somebody has gone through this email sequence, where do we then want to take them and what what piece of, what do we want to offer them? What kind of value can we give them for free so that they trust us? Those types of things. And so Mira really helps that because it's got that mind mapping feature. The next one is, I, I kept mentioning landing pages. So let's talk about landing pages. You can actually build landing pages within HubSpot. Super great. We happen to love my, my, the the people on my team that build the landing pages really love click funnels there. It's, it's like their jam. They know the language of it. They know the templates, they build the templates that we know convert well for us. And so we use click funnels and we have for a long time. And by the way, this is my final tool I'm sharing with you. Don't get overwhelmed. I'm not going to keep going. This is the final tool. It is click funnels. And I love click funnels because we can test landing pages, which yes, you can do in HubSpot, but we, we can test within ClickFunnels to see which performs the best, which is how we learned which performs well for us. And we can get really accurate stats, and then we can reuse those same templates for landing pages simply and easily and just build them out really, really quickly. And they also have really, really great support there too. So I, I really do. I love, I love click funnels. They'll also measure depending on what kind of payment systems you have. You can see the ROI, you can see the payments that come in on that page, lots of cool stuff. But I would say it is, it's pretty, it's pretty darn simple and they make beautiful pages. Okay. So now let's take a deep breath. It's been about, I don't know, 30 something minutes here. You might be saying summer, 
if one of these platforms, like you just mentioned, HubSpot can do this and that, Miro can do this and that, some of these overlap and can do similar things, why would you use more than one? Why wouldn't you just use the one platform? That is actually a very brilliant question, and you totally can. This is your choice. I'm just sharing with you what we use and have has worked really well for us. I don't really have the perfect answer for you, but I can give you an analogy. And this is what I kind of came up with. It's kind of like if you go to a big buffet, a buffet might have all the things you love, like pizza, salad, pot roast, mac and cheese, uh, omelets, bagels, soup, muffins, all of the things. But you know that you really love the pizza at the Italian restaurant down the street, or you know that you will eat bagels if it's from the bagel shop that you love. Those are the ones you love. You don't want the bagels they have at the buffet. And sushi at the buffet, mm, not digging on it. Really love my guy down the street. He's the one I want to go to. And mac and cheese, no, I only eat mac and cheese when my mother-in-law makes her amazing casserole. I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Like there's certain things you love that might not be all in that one-stop shop. Target's kind of a one-stop shop. You might love a ton of things in Target, but you might not be wanting to buy your handbag of choice at Target. Maybe you do. The thing is, is that sometimes something can be all for you, but it might not be everything. And that's what we discovered. So what you'll learn is you will learn for yourself and your team will learn what you love about certain platforms and what seems to really vibe with you and work well. And I could share with you like I did what I love, but every person in their business is going to be different. Some people do use HubSpot for very different reasons. And some people look at me and go, wow, you use it for that. That's really cool. But we already use this. Okay, great. As long as you're getting value out of that platform, even if you're not using everything, that's what matters because there are one-stop shops. But at the end of the day is with any of these tools, here's where I learned the biggest lesson. Remember earlier when I was saying I would get everything, try everything, because I thought, oh, that'll work, that'll work. I would get so excited about how someone else was using a tool and then wanted to use it myself for all of the things. And then I found myself and my team not using it at all because we got so overwhelmed. And then we'd go back to the things we really liked and knew. So Now, when determining if it is really something that will benefit us and if we should introduce it, we first, this is super important, we get really clear on why we need it. What exactly are we expecting this to do for us and what will make it a success? What, how do we determine success by implementing this and what specifically will we be using it for and what needle is it going to move and what challenges will it help eliminate? In other words, Will it make us more efficient and effective? Will it make us more productive? Will it make us more successful? And I recommend the same for you when determining what you want to try. Be very specific on how and why you will use a tool, what you expect to get out of it. Otherwise, I promise you, it just becomes something of overwhelm and sitting on that cloud shelf or whatever you call it, if you know what I mean. So if you know, if you know me personally, or if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that I am a super hashtag productivity geek, love tools, love all these things. I love moving needles and I love seeing results. We all love 
we all love that, right? Especially if you're, if you're a business owner. And that's, that's really my goal is to share with you how I have done that, what I've used, and hopefully even if it's one little tweak in your processes, even if it's one tiny thing that you implement, it makes that big difference for you and you can do the same. All right, that is it. Those are my tools. All of them are linked in the show notes and I appreciate you listening. I hope that was super helpful and I'll see you next time. Hey guys, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already done so, would you do me a favor and go subscribe and review this podcast? My goal is to continue to deliver you content that will really move the revenue needle in your business and give you up-to-date content on anything else that can dramatically help your business. You can also find us at thedrawshop.com slash podcast where you can comment on the podcast or contact us directly with any issues you'd like me to address. Thanks again. I really, really appreciate you listening and I'll see you next time.